riot, rainbow riot, rainbow riot. Radio. Jamaica, sunshine, music, one love, but not for everybody. Often called the most homophobic place on earth, on this Caribbean island, life for LGBT people can be a nightmare. Gay sex is illegal in Jamaica, under the old British colonial anti-buggery law, and queer people live in fear for their lives. The violent homophobia is reinforced through Jamaican music, where artists make popular songs about killing gay people. As a gay Jamaican, it seems the whole culture is against you. One person that knows about this is Jamaican-born and London-based lesbian poet Andrina Leanne. She runs a poetry night called Poetry LGBT, and I've met her to find out more. Andrina, when you were a teenager and you'd hear songs from Jamaica with a homophobic message, how did that make you feel? At the time when I was younger and listening to that music, that reggae music, bashment music, that's what I that's what I listened to. For people that don't know bashment, could you explain? It's very rough. Like reggae music's quite soft, and ragga bashment music is quite harsh. The beats are quite strong. You can really dance to it. <laughs> Some of these Jamaican tracks were major hits all over the world. Could you give us an example about the lyrics? Excuse my singing, yeah, but there'd be songs like From them a par in a chichi man bar Give me the fire, make we bond them, bond them It's basically about, if you're, if you're socialising with... Um, gay people in a in a bar let's say then they should be burnt to death we didn't care about the lyrics we in the 90s we danced to the beat we'd go out and that's the music they'd play and it and, and it's only through an experience through my you know living openly in the gay community that i know that it's wrong and i don't want to dance to that music and luckily nowadays we don't hear it anymore but in many places they do still play it yeah, in like in some straight clubs and parties and that, they still play that type of music. Like there was a song in particular where it goes, "Step Panchichi Man." Like people were proper like stamping on the floor, like, and I was like, "No, I can't be here." It's like it's such a focus, isn't it? It's like a focal point where they make songs about it, they target gay people specifically, and it becomes something where everyone can join in. It's almost like a kind of community thing around homophobia. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's it's very, 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 very uncomfortable. There's recently been, what, gay pride in Jamaica. I'm surprised no one died, actually. Well, someone did. Dexter Pottinger. A gay Jamaican fashion designer, dubbed the Face of Pride, was found stabbed to death in his home in Kingston, Jamaica. The Jamaica Gleaner reported that, according to police officers, there was blood everywhere. Neighbours had heard Dexter scream for help but didn't report it to the police. His body was only found much later after friends reported him missing. Dexter Pottinger became the face of Jamaica Pride Week 2016 and made a statement that he hoped his participation would make it easier for others to come out. A year later, he was killed. 
queer Jamaicans are not just rejected by society at large. They're also rejected by the people closest to them, their own families. I used to go to my mum's house for Christmas and I wasn't allowed to go to her house with my partner. And especially if my brother was there, there was just no way. Being gay for me in the past, it was quite isolating. It's only now that through poetry, LGBT and having a community of gay people around me, I feel quite open and out and, and proud of who I am. Why is it important for us to share our stories? We give hope to other people who are living in in turmoil in their own self or their own community. We give hope to them to be able to to show to share their stories when they feel comfortable. You wrote a poem specifically for Rainbow Rides Radio, which mm-hmm. is about when you went back to Jamaica after a long time to see your granddad. Could you tell us a bit about that experience? Yeah, so the poem's called um, Two Weeks in Jamaica and it's about my experience of going there to visit my granddad when he was ill. I feel like I was robbed of those two weeks, actually, because in my poem I explain, you know, what happened during that time, but also the fact that I stayed in the house. I didn't go out. I think that's quite... um, significant about the poem because through fear of what other people will do or say knowing that I'm gay it made me not actually go out and Jamaica is such a beautiful place. How did it feel to go back to the place where your roots are from and feel so scared that you couldn't leave the house? Oh it felt awful it was terrible it was terrible because like it's a place where I'm very familiar with Um, I like the food, I like the culture I like that little district Everyone knows me from when I was little, you know They all say, oh, you know, that's Piggy Wiggy's granddaughter Because they call my granddad Piggy Wiggy Because he he used to raise pigs and and stuff like that Um, So I felt trapped in the house When I could have actually been out I'm quite a social person I quite like seeing people and having conversations in the street And drinking Heineken and stuff and I was robbed of that experience why why didn't you leave the house because I know how homophobic Jamaica is and even on the news there there's always someone who's like being chased and beaten and it's a kind of place where people will murder each other over a piece of chicken like I heard a story about this guy who um he went to a funeral and um was arguing over the food and because he took the last piece of chicken on the way home this other guy took the cutlass and chopped his head off yeah it's a true story over a piece of chicken do you know what i mean 25 persons have been murdered in Jamaica during the first four days of the new year. The data means that an average six people have been killed each day so far, a statistic which is higher than average of four killed each day in 2017. Jamaica has one of the highest murder rates in the world. With violent crime on the rise, this is an issue that not only affects the LGBT community, but the whole of society. With tourists now being warned to visit this paradise island, tackling crime and murder is high on the agenda for Jamaican authorities. Could this mean queer people in Jamaica can hope for a safer future? Do you think that Jamaica will change? Gosh, LGBT people are the most resilient people I know. I think it's going to take a long time and it's going to take a lot of people like myself who 
put themselves forward in the firing line if you like like we're standing up saying i'm i'm gay and i'm proud giving hope to other people what about for you personally what's the next step what do you what do you see moving forward i'd like us to get married i think that would be quite a big thing for us her family are not as accepting they don't accept us together in a relationship getting married for us would be like a fuck you to everyone isn't it Thank you, Andrina Leanne. I'm Petter Wallenberg, and you've been listening to Rainbow Riots Radio. And to end today's episode, we're going to play our musical collaboration to Andrina's poem. What's it called? It's called Two Weeks in Jamaica. My granddad was ill, and I had to see him at home in Jamaica. St. Anne is a small parish, and Green Hill is where he lives. Everyone knows everyone and everyone knows him. I was outed before I got there by Orville, my ex-husband. His new wife Charlotte is white and to him being a lesbian carried more shame than his soon-to-be wife being white and introducing her to his family that night. We were all due to be there around the same time. This place was proper ignorant. In my mind, I could have died from his gossip lips. He threw me under the bus and waged a war between us. Where was the trust? I'd heard a story of a man called John who was whipped and beaten close to death because he was caught with another man. This happened before my time, although it felt like no time had passed because the homophobia was rife now, just as it was at that time. To be honest, I feared for my life. I almost didn't board the eight-hour flight through fear of assuming my own plight. Whilst on the plane, I passed the time by listening to Emily Sande on Rewind. The same song playing over and over again, thoughts going round and round in my head. Kept thinking that if I died, I still wouldn't be alright. Jamaica is well known for obia and homophobia. The country has more churches per square mile than anywhere else, I cried. I'm a sinner and living in sin is how I felt within. Heaven's doors would never let me in. I landed and took a taxi for miles throughout the night. Jamaica, what a heavenly sight. Moonshine was so bright. Morning came and there was so much to explain. I was questioned. Why? You weren't brought up this way. It's them mad people at England leading you astray. The shame. On the news, two men were found hanged and bound. Homophobia was all around. Why you style your hair like man? The questions kept flooding in along with the insults. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. I wanted to leave, but I had nowhere to go. As soon as I stepped outside the house, I knew I'd be questioned some more. I stayed inside for two weeks until it was my time to leave. I didn't see Jamaica, the sea breeze or the palm trees, as I stayed in being bombarded with questions from Enid, the helper. Grandad was too ill to care. He was just happy to see me there. 
I returned home feeling weak as I had failed to speak, speak up for what's right. Instead, I stayed inside and out of sight. Not long after, Poetry LGBT was born to put things right and to give others a chance to use their voice. 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 Rainbow Riot. Rainbow Riot. Rainbow Riot. Radio.